Football is finally back. My friends at Scana Energy can help you save when you fire up the grill for game day. Right now, receive up to $100 when you sign up for the 36-month fixed rate. Call now, 1-877-GO-SCANA, or visit scanaenergy.com slash 100. Additional terms and conditions may apply. And now, it's time for FinCast. Boom shakalaka. Wide receiver and fan favorite Brian Finneran is talking Dirty Bird football. Powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for Finneran who leaps into the air, a touchdown. FinCast starts now. All right, it's the beginning of the week, and it can't get worse this week than it was this weekend because, wow, we are still waiting for the first Falcons game of the season. You are tuned in to FinCast alongside the great Brian Finneran, BFIN86, I'm Tyler Nelson, and we are on FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy. So, uh, like I just said, Finn, that was freaking god-awful. It was horrific, <laughs> and there was a lot of different reasons. The Falcons lost that game to the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think it starts at the line of scrimmages. But we knew we were going to have some issues this yeah. season. But, but that just, was another level. We didn't know how bad because we didn't see any preseason action. You got a center that's played two full games, now three, in Matt Hennessy mm-hmm. uh, in his NFL career. You got a left guard in Jalen Mayfield that got thrown into the mix and oh got abused. Um, and you played against a really good defensive front four against the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and it just didn't turn out well. And then you had so many penalties. Just two, was that too illegal? And I was at the game, so I'm not watching it with the with the right. granular up close vision of on TV. Was that two illegal motions in a row? N- no, it, I think um, yeah, an illegal formation and maybe sorry, illegal formation. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and then maybe had somebody false start, but the illegal formation. So I think takes and there were precedent. two in a row. Yeah, in, in, I was in, in, the, in the red zone. Yeah, in, in the red zone. Once like, you start going backwards in the red zone, you're screwed. But mm-hmm. anywhere on the field, for that matter. Yeah. And Matt Ryan and and Arthur Smith talked about it after the game. They talked about the penalties, 12 for 99 yards, but it doesn't justify how many yards it cost you because you had two offensive pass interference plays. We got dumbasses doing silly things on the field, and I apologize for calling them names, but... Hey, um, just call a spade a spade if you're Hayden, a dumbass. I know. In the moment, they were that. They weren't smart football players, and it was Hayden Hurst and Calvin Ridley, unfortunately, made decisions in-game, in moments, that cost their team big yardages and big chunks of yardage. And you don't add those. I mean, it's a 15-yard penalty, but you don't count the 30 yards you would have got on the play. So you're talking about 150, right. 200 yards in actual penalty, actual yardage on the field. That's part of the reason, by the way, after the first two drives, you go 15 plays, you go 14 plays, you get all the way down the field inside the red zone, and you kick a 21-yard field goal, which is awful because it's so close, and you kick a 27-yard right. field goal. After that, you don't Nothing. cross the opponent's 50-yard line the rest of the game. Oh, I read that today. It was just... I'd, I'd miss that. and that's, Right. I, I mean, at halftime, I, I loved at halftime. Just, and then so I was listening to it on the radio, and then I got home and watched the last one on TV, and it was just yeah. like... It, it was just heartbreaking is, to it see... Really what, was. It ruins my Sundays. Yeah. yeah I'm like, too. what the bleep is going on? Just help me enjoy my weekend, because it was really good. Georgia Tech had won. Georgia took mm-hmm. care of business. Villanova took care of business. Uh, no, I, was, I was tracking that Villanova <laughs> yeah, game real were. closely. Don't you dare. <laughs> and then the Falcons come along at 1 o'clock on Sunday, and it's just, it turns into a nightmare. And that's the offensive side of the ball. The defensive side of the ball, another stat I ran into today. Do the Domino. Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles against our defense, averaged a league high, that's 32 teams, so they were number one in this statistic, 
3.39 yards rushing before they were touched. 3.39 yards rushing before contact was made oh my God. with a defender. So think about being an Eagles running back, and you're crossing, you get the ball, and nobody touches you for almost four yards. It's impossible to win games like that, and people want to shit all over the offense, and they hurt themselves more than anything because the first two drives looked awesome. Yeah, Arthur Smith did. was in business. Play calling was there. The running was working. Everything. everything. You had 86 yards rushing with four minutes gone in the second quarter. Yeah. You were looking great. And then you started getting penalties. And then you got more penalties. And you had to punt. And it just got worse. The defense, in my opinion, was worse than the offense because you looked so bad. You didn't do what you're supposed to do. You were soft. You're undisciplined. You got run over. You didn't set mm-hmm. the edge on defense. You didn't contain an athletic quarterback in Jalen Hurts. And you certainly did not pressure him as well. So, and even just the pressures that they would come when they were, he, he just had one step right and they would fly right by him. Right. They didn't break down and tackle. It was the thing that I could not get away from that uh, made me actually leave the game was I thought I have a pasta strainer that is a better like at holding things in than this offensive line. Like it was a sieve. Yeah. It, Matt didn't have t- a, a blink of an eye to, th- no, to throw the ball. No, so it was uh, super frustrating, not only for us but think about being the quarterback. Oh. We had a receiver coach Terry Rabisky one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a fine in our meeting room, in the receiver meeting room, if you had bad body language in a game or on the practice field and it got caught on film, uh, you got fined, could be 10, 20, 50 bucks, depending on what it was about. So let's say I'm running a post route and I feel like I'm wide open and the quarterback doesn't throw it to me and, and I throw my arms right, up in the that. air or throw my head back or drop my head, that's a $10, $15 fine in our meeting room. I like that. So... And you just see the guys around him. And you know, it's so, so hard. Frustrating for, yes. frustrating, right. It's so hard Start to be there. a quarterback in the NFL, okay? You have to count on everybody around you doing the right thing, including the receivers being in their spots, tight ends moving, running backs picking up blitzes, and, of course, your offensive line blocking. Now, if they can't do that, uh, you got a world of hurt coming at you. He was pressured more than anybody in the league on Sunday, uh, and all that was based off of the guys in front of him not doing their job. So I was thinking to myself, we want to blame it all on Matt Ryan, but it's the offensive line. I don't blame it on Matt at all. I know you don't. Yeah. But a lot of people will. It's like if we had a mobile quarterback, right, right. he would be able to get out of the, get out of that stuff and, and make some things happen with his legs. I'm just like, if we protect him, you know, you're in that ball game and you score touchdowns. So it all goes hand in hand. The offensive line has to be better than I think they will. I have no idea if Jalen Mayfield, who was terrible, right, will be was. back at the left guard spot or not. Arthur Smith said after the game that he trusts the process and, and trusts him being in there. So... We'll see if that's a fact or not, and we'll see if they pick up anybody throughout the course of the week. Well, you know, as John Kincaid said on on FinCast last week, uh, you know, Matt Ryan has the ability to put a team on his shoulders and win a game by himself. He didn't sure. have the ability or opportunity to. That's right. This week, and that was the, you know, when one thing follows the other, it's if if the offensive click and the defense stays off the field, and if the defense stays off the field, they have a little more energy, better legs in the room, and we just did not do that. It wasn't like uh, time of possession was like thirty minutes to twenty seven. 30 and a half to 28 or something like that. So it was pretty close. The number of plays were almost equal. So it's not like we left the defense out there all game long. It just felt like it was all one team. You know, it could have been 10 to 6, and right. it still would have felt the same way it felt watching this. But Another stat from my friends um, on Twitter, Andrew Hirsch. He said, for uh, Pro Football Focus Review, concluded that Matt Ryan was responsible for zero hits or sacks or hurries or pressures that he faced. Bingo. And the Falcons had the league's worst pass-blocking efficiency yesterday, and Jalen Mayfield had like a 1.4 percentage out of 100, dude. So just and, frustrating first start. You hate to see it right out the gate because things look yeah. so good after the first two drives. And now where you got in trouble 
big time is when you can't score touchdowns in the red zone. And again, you get down there. Um, I think Matt Ryan had a play to Russell Gage where Russell may have been in the wrong spot or Matt came to him late, couldn't get it to him or whatever. And then the next time down, you have a penalty and you back up. So this was right as I was walking into the stadium in that first drive and uh, because the 68 fan had our tailgate down there and so I was helping wrap that up and still trying to rush to get in the stadium on time. And so I'm walking in and I I saw kind of one screen through the outside of the stadium and I was like, oh, we're in, we're in like inside the 10 or Mm -hmm. inside the, we're in the red zone. And then as I'm walking in, I hear the buzzer go, like, cool, touchdown. Nope. Three points. Can't win games like Can't that. Games. I love Young Way Koo. He's been awesome since Matt Bryan yeah, left. But we don't want him to be the number one scorer in the, the league. Last thing like, you want, <laughs> that's right. The last thing you want is him making a bunch of field goals. Unless they're 50, 45, 42, 35, you know, 50 yarders. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. Yeah. once you get inside that 15 yard line, clutch field goals are okay. You have to score yeah. touchdowns. Um, well, give me a bright spot. I mean, I know what mine is, but if there's if there's one positive takeaway, I, I saw one thing that I that I thought, and what, I would like to know what yours is. Oh, I thought Cordell Patterson Bingo. ran the ball super exactly hard. Exactly what I was going to say. That dude, I think he averaged six, five or six yards a touch, maybe seven. It was it was actually north of seven. Seven, I think. seven yeah. point yeah. four maybe. He was a big pleasant surprise. He yes. hit the hole hard. He got downhill. He ran with his pads down. Mike Davis kind of did the Mike same Davis thing. Mike Davis did a good job too. But when he got behind twenty-two to six in the third quarter. Uh, then it became an issue because now you got to throw the football over the field. The you can't much. run the ball. But yeah, so overall, to I mean, to even take it broader than just Cordell Patterson, who I agree that was my that was my one bright spot takeaway was it's classic. We didn't even talk about it. it we didn't. Yes, right. for all you dear listeners, we right. we did not talk about that ahead of time. Um, but that the running game in general, and, and and you know to the negative if there is well of course plenty it's, negative, but I think it was a little conservative to come out of the gate so uh, you know run heavy. But at the same time, it was nice to see the Falcons running the ball that much, too. Yeah, I mean, you got down the field in 14 and 15 plays. Exactly. 15-play drives are hard to come by in the NFL, and you had Mm -hmm. two of them on their first two possessions. And a lot of that is because the run game was effective, and you didn't have all the penalties. As soon as those first two drives were over, you had a penalty on on every single drive except the fourth drive of the game. And at that point, I think you had a fourth and seven, and you had to punt it away. You didn't get the the third and seven. So – you just can't win when you back yourself up and have 12 penalties for 99 yards and you're behind the sticks constantly, which means if it's first and 10 and you get three yards, now it's second and seven, and then you have a false start, now it's second and 12, that's what it means being behind the sticks. When you got more than 10 yards to go yep. early, in the, early in the down or you have like a third and three and you get a penalty for five yards, now it's third and eight. Third and eight's a lot harder to get than it is a third and three. I don't care who you are, who your quarterback is, and, and yeah. Arthur Smith calling plays made it hard on him, and then throwing the fact that you couldn't protect Matt and the run game went away. It was just it was a disaster. Yeah. It, thir- third and eight or third and twelve is a lot harder, even more so when you don't have but half yeah. a second to throw the damn ball. Yep. So thirty-two to six loser, uh, not what you wanted to see yeah. out the gate. Kyle Pitts uh, was fine. I think yeah. he's got a lot to learn as a. Um, as a rookie tight end slash giant receiver, because I don't—I mean, he had a couple of nice blocks, but he wasn't barely on the line of scrimmage very much. Uh, he had a play early in the game that drove me crazy. My son Keenan called, texted me, and said, "Did you see Kyle Pitts not get two feet down when he had like three yards to do it?" Kyle Pitts had a catch. Matt Ryan was about five this. for five. Mm-hmm. It was a quick out, and he's sprinting towards the sideline. And he catches the football. Left foot hits the ground, and then right foot just goes out of bounds. And he had plenty of room to. Toe drag. tap to drag his foot to drag and fall down, but sometimes when it's not as important to certain people, and I'm and I oh. and I don't know this for sure yet, every single yard in the NFL matters so much. Yeah, that's why they struggled so much because kept going backwards. If you don't re- respect that or understand that, it's a huge part of this football game that 
four yards on first down is huge. Five, six, seven yards, what you were going to get is humongous. If you don't have the wherewithal or the know-how or the willingness to stop, put your foot in the ground, drag a toe, dive, lay out, whatever it is, it's going to be a long, certainly a long season. Do you think that's probably just doing part of the fact he just came out of college where it's a one-foot thing? Yes, but you're in the NFL. There's no excuse for it. But, yeah, I think that's part of it. But you have to do it. Let's hope it's not a willingness. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I'm I'm assuming that it's not. But I think he's so fast and he's running so fast out of bounds. He just, maybe the college thing kicked back in, but he got one foot in. Mm-hmm. Now Matt Ryan has an incomplete pass, his first of the game. Now instead of being uh, second and four, second and three, it's second and ten mm-hmm. because you don't want to dive and drag your foot. You don't have to dive. You caught the ball, your left foot hit, you had plenty of time to put your right foot down, and you stepped on the white chalk out of bounds. It really, those are the type of things that drive me crazy. Well, it, a game of inches, right? Yeah, and, no, and, no doubt. And it, every little thing can can swing a game or, or momentum. And I think it was just the uh, collection or what's the what's the phrase I'm looking for? The, just a piling yeah. together of all those things. Mm-hmm. Every single little thing went wrong. Just looked like an untrained football team on Sunday. But um, all right, well, let's get a positive and uh, let's we'll we'll get to Tampa Bay uh, coming up this weekend. But let's break it up with the positive of Finn's Ring of Honor. This is the one ring. Finn's Ring of Honor. Okay, Finn, who we got this week? All right, this week. We're out of receivers now, right? (laughs) Well, for the most part. I think it's somebody else opened another receiver in there, so I got all my receiver buddies out there. So far, the Ring of Honor has been Ronnie Harris, the unsung hero for me who kind of brought me into this Mm -hmm. league. Um, uh, Roddy White, Michael Jenkins, Eric Weems. Harry Douglas and Terrence Mathis. So this time we're going quarterbacks, and Matt Ryan will be this week's Finns Falcon Who? Ring of Honor. Matthew <laughs> Thomas, Thomas Ryan. Ryan. He has um, been a great teammate, a great friend. I only got to play three years with Matt. I wish I got more with him, and I right. wish I was younger when I played with him because I had to deal with guys like Harry and Jake and, and Roddy right. who are most <laughs> of the time ahead of me. But Matt was so strong and, and so um, – so willing to learn and study and threw a great ball. His command of the huddle was unbelievable as a rookie coming in from Boston College. Uh, it was fun to walk, got yeah. to kind of play through three different decades, starting in 99 here in Atlanta and finishing up in 2010 to see all the different characters. We'll get to Chris Chandler and Michael Vick and all the other guys I played with. Yeah. But Matt Ryan, um, a special, special player, the best quarterback in Falcons history, should have a Super Bowl yeah. ring on his finger Could every time too. he walks out of the house. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. And... Um, but we should be lucky to have him, and uh, it'll be awesome moving forward the next couple of years. Well, and you know, gr- growing up in Atlanta, and I'm 33, so um, obviously a big chunk of of, of my right. childhood fandom was was your career. But it was Chris Chandler, Michael Vick, and then Matt Ryan, and and most of my adult all, all my adulthood has been Matt Ryan. And I mean, just a, you cannot ask for better. You no, cannot ask for awesome. better in 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 a franchise quarterback. Um, let me ask you this: He a Hall of Famer? Uh, yes, maybe yeah. not first ballot, but he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Good, I, I agree. I mean, his numbers, he's a uh, awesome. career 65.5% completion percentage, fifty-five to almost 56,000 yards, 347 touchdowns. Uh, just, I mean... The durability, yeah, the, and, and that's and there's no stat for that. And well, there is, obviously, game started, but like that doesn't that's so overlooked by yeah. so much. Like he's he's missed like what three games in a what twelve year career? That, yeah. Like it's just it's awesome. remarkable. And an overall QB rating, by the way, of ninety four point four percent. So that's just incredible. Um, Matthew Thomas Ryan, not enough you can say about him. That's right, and and a great guy on top of it. So, um, all right, 
Well, segueing out of last week's abomination of a game, and hopefully, though not much uh, optimism on my end, uh, going up against the Super Bowl reigning champ. Yeah, real quick, Tampa Bay we'll Buccaneers. get a couple minutes on them. Tampa Bay Buccaneers did what they needed to do in the first game against and had to come back win against the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Um, so and how Brady esque just to like it is. to get the ball back with like thirty seconds or something and march yeah. on the field and and get a field goal unreal. Going to be a tough matchup against that defensive front. We really struggled oh, against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now you got to go face and Dominican Sue, Vita Vea. facing Pierre Parr, Vita Vea. It could be another long day for Falcons. So we don't need to dive too much into it or get in too many details. You yeah. just hope they look better, look more clean, uh, get back to the run game, protect Matt Ryan a little bit, and the defense has to step up and help us out because they just got run through. Do you think we see uh, Jalen Mayfield back at the uh, left guard? Um, I don't know whether they like, – maybe Drew Dahlman steps in. You know what? I don't know that we do. I don't know if you can afford it because Matt Ryan's going to get killed if you continue to throw him out there. Yeah, that's I, yeah, I agree. But especially like you said, Vita Vea, Dominican Sue, Jace Pierre, Paul, Levante, David, and the linebacking. Oh. I mean, exactly. And then that's not even on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, they've they've got probably the best offensive core on tight end: Gronk, OJ Howard, then Brady, which goes without saying. Uh, Leonard Fournette, and who's their other running back? Uh, is escaping me at the moment. Um, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin in the wide receivers. Yeah. Like it's a lot like, to deal with going against our. Questionable at very, very yeah. best. Dean Secondary. has had some success against Tom Brady in the past when he was up in uh, New England, but mm-hmm. this is not the same team he's playing with defensively. Yeah, he's going to have to dial up a gym. A shorter deck of uh, cards. All right, well, what do you think happens? Uh, unfortunately, I think we lose again. And yeah. I just hope it's not as ugly. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. And as, as long as it's not an ugly, like, screaming at the TV. I mean, yeah. I can accept the greatest quarterback of all time with a with an incredible receiving core Don't beating us. Don't my Sunday again. Just, yeah, exactly. At least just look better. All right. Well, um, find Finn on all social media platforms at bfin86. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Hopefully, Finn, like I said, we have a better weekend. But, uh Until then, go Falcons, and uh, we'll see you next week on FinCast. Peace. Powered by Scanna Energy, the official natural gas provider of the Atlanta Falcons. Fincast is hosted by Brian Finneran, co-hosted and produced by Tyler Nelson. Intro and outro music by Atlanta band Gringo Star with their song, I Will Not Follow. Feel free to reach out about the podcast to Tyler at 680thefan.com. Fincast is hosted on thepodcastpark.com by 680thefan and can be heard wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next week on Fincast.
Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 